So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you are having an amazing day. Today, we are talking about the surprising link between BLTs and porn. Who knew? Now, as a starting point, who doesn't like a good BLT? Bacon, lettuce, tomato. You can't go wrong. I, so I worked at Wendy's for five years. Uh, I started when I was in grade 10, or no, grade 11. And I worked there until my third year of university. And to this day, Wendy's is still one of my faves, if not my fave fast food. And thank the living Lord they have it here in Jamaica because they don't have McDonald's, if you can believe that. The McDonald's did not survive in Jamaica, but somehow Wendy's did. I think it's because they have more fried chicken options. Because to be honest, like fried chicken is just like explosive here. Like there's lineups out the door at every single KFC, no matter what time of the day. Um, but anyways, I digress. I love Wendy's. And my two favorite sandwiches from Wendy's are the spicy chicken sandwich and the junior bacon cheeseburger. And when I think about why I love these so much, they both come with mayo, tomato, lettuce, and in the case of the JBC, they come with bacon. So I just realized uh, right before I hit record, I'm like, oh man, I actually love BLTs even more than I realized because I'm eating one of these sandwiches like, I don't know, a couple times a month. Um, So... Anyways, all to say is this episode hits close to home. Now, anyway, I, I'm, I am setting the stage here. I promise this is all going to come together. Um, but we, we just observed in our community that there is a surprising link between BLTs and porn. And the, the BLT, what, what a BLT stands for is the, the situations or the conditions that are often the most conducive to porn consumption. Now, you've probably heard of HALT before. And a halt is, is used extensively, like whether it's in an addiction context, a stress management, anger management, um, emotional regulation. I mean, all across the board, you see this halt acronym come up. Now, halt stands for if you are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. That's when you're more prone to poor decision making, acting out, dysregulation, etc., etc. I've heard it applied in a porn context, but I have to be honest, it doesn't fully apply, Um, especially the hunger part. Like when I'm hungry, I don't, I really just want to (laughs) eat. Like I don't think about watching porn. Um, Now, again, like overeating or something would be a bad decision. But the point really is that Halt just didn't have as much relevance to a porn context. And, um, and so for us, we've actually derived uh, BLT, which is uh, bored, lonely, and tired. And while it is a nice acronym, guys, I'm telling you, like the top three reasons that guys slip, you know, when guys come into our groups and uh, they're getting their accountability check-in and we find out, okay, what was going on when, when you slipped? What happened? Bored, lonely, or tired almost always comes up. Now, sometimes there's specific incidents. It's like, well, you know, my wife and I had a fight 
or work was really stressful. Um, you know, I saw some attractive person at the gym and I couldn't stop thinking about her or I got triggered walking down the street or, you know, sometimes there's specifics. But usually uh, the guy, especially when they're in our program, right, and they're actively taking steps towards freedom, the guy actually has enough wherewithal to, to not give in. Because, like, I remember for me, when I, when I used to watch porn a lot, like, if I saw somebody attractive and I, I reasoned, like, oh, yeah, I could, I could picture myself with them, it was a done deal. Like, I was going to go home and watch porn and then I was going to, you know, relieve myself uh, fantasizing to that individual. Like, I would make those decisions in an instant. And a lot of our guys are, are making those same kind of decisions and they have those same patterns when they first join our program. But the gap between stimulus and response starts to increase as they develop and as they heal. And so as that gap increases, it's a really good thing, the gap starts to increase. And what that means is they actually have a bit more psychological air to acknowledge that they're riled up. They, they can see the arousal, but they decide, you know what, I'm actually not going to I'm not going to go there. That's their intent and that's their decision. They're, they're righting the wrongs. They're changing course. You know, you can phrase it however you want, but they're, they're making a change. But then what happens is, of course, they're, they're not fully there. And so they go home or, you know, they carry on with their day. But then eventually, you know, they're at home and they're bored. They have unstructured time. They're lonely because, you know, maybe everyone's out of the house or they live alone. Or they're tired. Because work was, was a long day, you know, work is, is hard and maybe they've been going for a while and they haven't really been able to slow down. And so what, what initiated the process maybe is an incident. It was a triggering moment or it's something that just sort of planted the seed. But then it, it is the conditions of being bored, lonely and tired that catalyze or, or are conducive to viewing pornography, masturbating, or acting out some other way. This is the surprising link between BLTs and porn. I know, who knew? And I, I don't just want to talk about that dynamic, but what I wanted to actually do is provide to you some useful, practical things that you can do to combat the BLT, to devour that BLT, to just eat it all up so that it's not an issue in your life. Um, so the first thing is, you know, if you're struggling with boredom, so let's say you, you catch yourself bored and so you start scrolling and whatever else. Boredom is a big one. And the funny thing is like, we've never been busier as a society and yet we've also never been more bored in some ways. Now, maybe, you know, for those of you who are raising a family, you have little kids, that kind of thing. You might be like, Sathya, bored is the last thing I am. Trust me. Um, but honestly, even fathers uh, with young kids, uh, I will hear them say that, you know, their, their days are nuts. They wake up and it's go, 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 uh, basically to get the kids ready, to go to work, to come back. You spend time with the kids, you eat dinner, you clean them up, you get them ready to bed for bed. Uh, but then usually guys are not just going to bed after that, right? They're, they're giving themselves some, some space, some time because they can finally breathe and have a little bit of downtime. Boredom can sink in even there. Now, of course, you're going to be tired as well. So you got a little bit of a BT action thing going on. But with boredom specifically, what you want to try to do is structure your time as much as possible. Now, just stay with me for a minute. I don't mean that you map out every 15 minutes of your life and it's perfectly structured in these neat, clean intervals. What I mean is that maybe 
You have one single priority. Um, my wife and I have been talking about this uh, lately because my wife has had to, um, she's had to like work really hard on how she structures her days because she's not able to work a, a lot right now. She's working through some health issues and she's also kind of finding her her purpose and her her goal and some of her dreams in life and trying to figure out how those interplay with our desire to start a family and and her desire to be home with the kids and you know we're just we're working through all that stuff but um the thing that she's doing right now is um she's just setting one priority for the day so before we go to bed uh, i'll ask her like what's your priority tomorrow and before she would not have priorities she would have like 75 different things she wanted to do wanted to do couldn't necessarily do all of them and she was just kind of blitzing through as many as she could until she got exhausted and then she would just rest for the day and then she'd feel awful about all the things she didn't accomplish and maybe she would actually need a day or two after that to also catch up on rest because she was so exhausted. And so we were like, babe, that's not working. You just need one priority. One priority. It could be really small, but just set a priority and say, if I do this today, it's going to be successful. And honestly, um, she's been making like leaps and bounds and it's not just that that's helped. There's a couple other things she's been doing that have been really helping her lately, which thank you, Jesus. Uh, that's amazing. But what I want to say to you is if you catch yourself times when you're in times when you're bored or, or you have a, a consistent part of the day where there's just nothing scheduled and it's kind of open time, I would encourage you to set one priority. Now you might say, well, Sathya, I have like an hour and I, I'm thinking of some priorities, but they're going to take like five minutes. That's no problem. The goal is not that they take up all the time. The goal is simply that you have a priority and that you make that priority a priority. Now, when you do that, what's going to happen is for starters, it's going to channel your focus differently and that's going to put your brain in a different state. So you're thinking about object objectives and goals and tasks. Now, again, this could be downtime. Like the downtime could be, oh, I've been wanting, or sorry, the, the priority could be, I've been wanting to watch this YouTube video about, you know, how to improve your marriage or whatever. Like it could be something really simple, but it's just something that's a little bit objective that you know is going to be life-giving, but it's not necessarily going to feel like work. So you do that thing. Now, it shifts your brain into a different state. And what happens after those five minutes, right? is you might think like, oh no, well now I have 55 minutes and I'm going to be bored again and then I'm going to watch pornography. No, no, no. Because your brain is in that different state, I guarantee you the thinking patterns and the behavior patterns that will follow you accomplishing a priority task are going to be monumentally different than if you would have just sat around for the full 60 minutes. Because you're in a different state, you now have a sense of accomplishment, maybe even a sense of rewarding yourself or a sense of like, huh, like that video, maybe, um, maybe it called you to action. It's like, I am going to go try, you know, saying an encouraging word to my wife, whatever it may be. Structure your unstructured time, structure your downtime. And what I mean by structure is actually setting one simple priority. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Loneliness. If you struggle with loneliness, um, here is the, the thing I want you to do. And I want you to do it to today. Okay, don't waste time. Just do it as soon as this podcast episode is over. Remove all social media from your phone. But Sathya, no, no, no. But Sathya, that's like I message people there and I connect there. No, no, no. Remove social media from your phone. Because the depth of connection you can get on social media is embarrassingly small compared to the connection you could get even from texting a friend, let alone having a conversation on the phone. 
or going out and joining a club. Now, here's what this is going to do. Removing social media doesn't fix your problems. What it does is it, it, it cuts off an outlet or a path. And what it does is it forces you to create new paths or other ways to form connection. And so th that's literally the most practical advice I could give you. I guarantee you this will change your life. I'm not saying get rid of social media. I'm just saying delete it from your phone and use it on desktop when you want to. That's all I'm saying. And then the second thing you can do is I would set up a 15-minute call with a friend every single week. Like just do something small. You can build on it later. You can, you know, join a club or join a sports team. There's lots of different ways to combat loneliness. But just start really small. Like I have a friend, we talk for anywhere from, I would say, 10 to 15 minutes a week on the phone every single week. We've done it since 2013. That's crazy. It's 2022 right now. So that's 11 years we've been doing this. And we've had some gaps. Uh, he had COVID recently. So like we, we didn't talk for probably about a month um, because of Christmas, which has never happened to us before. Christmas and then COVID. But anyway, the point is, there's, there's little things that you can do that, that will go a very long way. And there's other little things you can do that will literally destroy your progress. Those little things might be social media. Um, but the little things that are going to make a huge impact, 15-minute call once a week. Um, honestly, even just removing the social media, like I said, it's going to force your brain to find more creative ways to form connection. The last thing, tiredness. So here, here's the thing. Um, you know, we all have limitations in our schedule. And I, I don't know that there's necessarily a right or wrong thing to do to combat tiredness. The reason that you feel tired is probably going to be different than the reason I feel tired or somebody else. But what I can say with absolute certainty is there are three things that you can do that will help you combat fatigue. Number one, exercise. Physical exercise is excellent for combating fatigue. Here's why. It's going to get you in better shape. So you're going to increase your stamina. And number two, you're going to be tired, physically tired at the end of the day. So you're going to sleep better. And better sleep, better quality sleep means you have more in the tank and that what's in the tank will last longer throughout the day. The second thing that you can do if you're dealing with tiredness is to get a good sleep schedule. So this is a really big deal. Really big deal. We talk about nighttime routines quite a bit on the podcast, um, but make sure that your sleep environment is reserved for sleep alone. I say the bedroom should only be for sleep if you're single, sleep and sex if you're married, nothing else. So I never take my laptop in the bedroom, rarely take my phone in the bedroom, um, almost never. I mean, it's literally those two things. Um, and again, it's the same reasons that I just mentioned. High quality sleep means you're going to be more energized throughout the day. And the last thing is a Sabbath, one day a week, 24 hour period a week where you are not on your phone, you don't engage with technology, you're spending time with people, you're resting, you're relaxing, you're napping, you're eating, you're just giving yourself a chance to rejuvenate and to replenish yourself. Uh, John Mark Comer did an excellent, excellent series on this in his podcast. He wrote a book called um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And um, all of these things go a really long way, guys, a really, really long way to helping you and, um, and just making sure that you're, you're not dealing with fatigue and not caught in those situations where you're like, ah, I'm tired, what the heck, I'm just going to give in. So that's everything for today, guys. To summarize, 
We want to avoid BLTs. We want to avoid being bored, lonely, and tired. They are some of the most common conditions that give way to slips with pornography and masturbation. And instead, what we want to do is with our boredom, we want to get good at setting priorities for our downtime. Uh, instead of loneliness, we want to find little practices that are going to keep us away from superficial connection, like eliminating social media off our phone. And we want to engage in practices that are going to help us form deeper, more meaningful connection, like a 15-minute call once a week with somebody that we care about and that we can connect with on a deeper and personal level. And we want to avoid tiredness by doing a couple practical things, but really making sure that we protect our sleep, that we Sabbath well, and that we look after our physical bodies. And if we do these th three things together, um, we're going to be a lot more productive and we're also probably going to not feel as tired throughout the day. So guys, that's everything. Thank you for listening. I wish you an incredible, incredible day. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.